Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 107. This is part two of the Facebook live stream that I did with some of my friends from the Motley crew of Mopars. We had Chris Maddox from the Matt Monroe and Big Blocks Garage podcast, Blake Anderman from DIY Hemi, and of course we couldn't do one of these without our friend Johnny Mopar. We also had my buddy Trevor join us for a little bit on the show as well. This is part two of three since we went close to three hours, and as usual, we had a great time talking Mopars. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars, live. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Blake, what have you been up to lately, man? You've been kind of quiet. I know you did cruise in the coast, which I am super excited for because I did get approved for that vacation. So I'm heading to the bayou, yes. dude. We're cruising nice. the coast next year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has been. Oh, man. I've been everywhere, I feel like. Um... <laughs> you can tell yeah. the two of us are from Central Time because it's way later here. no uh yeah it's we're getting there day by day it's been fun um but you know the road can get tiring i mean you know chris and and johnny you guys have been on the road a lot too um but um yeah so as of recently did do cruising the coast which is always fun um and i think i've talked about it in the past uh they have a specific mopar event there and uh, i didn't make it uh because my work schedule got shifted mm. i actually had to work on that day um and i wanted to run the car autocross but again work i couldn't make it for the cutoff uh they only run the autocross monday tuesday and wednesday so by the time I got off of work, it, there was no way I could make it in time to get a few laps in. So uh, I'm having withdrawals. <laughs> I didn't get to do it at Mo Party. Uh, I think that's one thing that we all kind of had in common. You know, I, I forgot my helmet, so I couldn't race. Right? Oh, and man. Yeah, yeah I wasn't, uh, wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. We looked for, we went to like even local motorcycle stores or anywhere around we could try to find one because they had some for sale there but they were i think they were like 300 400 for a helmet and i'm just like i have one i have one at home you know that was the argument i kept saying is i got one at home would i really pay let's say i get three laps in three passes in do i really want to spend an extra hundred dollars per lap yeah to run the car it's like the math just doesn't add up you know yeah so yeah we i didn't go uh wasn't able to run it and the way mo party does it and this was a little bit disappointing i had a blast don't get me wrong um is if you have uh like the package where you can do all the races the drag race the autocross the show and shine all that stuff i wanted to do it all i really wanted to put the uh the car through the ringer we went back to tech at the drag section and they said, Oh, you're, I think they call it the grand champion, uh, competitor, uh, grand champion comp competitor mm -hmm. series. Right. So it's like yep. you get to do all the events. We went back there and he said, Oh, you're in the grand champion class. 
uh, you have to go tech in at autocross. And I was like, I just left autocross and he said I had to come back here, but okay, go back on that side. And it's a much more difficult tech. So I've never ran the car in the drag strip. I don't know what it runs. Heck it could run a 15 or a 14 for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, the, a 14, the tech, probably 14. What's, what's that? It's a four, it's a four speed. So it's probably 14. <laughs> <laughs> well i think 14 is slower you don't need a helmet right exactly it's 13 right. or, uh it's like 13 <laughs> five or something like that you don't need a helmet so i'm like i'll just go drag race it well they yeah. wouldn't tech it because they said uh, well because of your package you have to go tech at autocross autocross wouldn't tech they wouldn't even look at the car because i, I didn't have a helmet to show them so they didn't even pull the clipboard uh, out they said you have no helmet we're not teching your car i'm like Oh, dang, that sucks. Um, so it was like, ah, dead in the water. But we had fun and we just walked around. But that was yeah. my strike out there. And then when I got to the coast with work and everything, I didn't get to run it. So uh, I haven't ran it in quite a while. Um, it wasn't running all that great at Mo Party, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I think these gentlemen here, uh, Chris and Maddox, uh, helping me, I had it up on the back of the trailer, just, you know, trying to check things out. Um, really what it was, lo and behold, it had some really old spark plugs in it. I pulled them out. I looked at them. They looked fine. Um, the coloration wasn't bad. You know, I wasn't seeing like a lean or a rich condition. But, uh, yeah, it was a spark plug, so it had some ignition hesitation. Huh. Uh before cruising a coast, I finished installing the vintage air system. So the AC was working, new plugs, cured it, go. ran like a top. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so I racked up somewhere between like 750 and 800 miles on the car that week. Um, wow. Yeah. So I drove it from South Louisiana to South Mississippi uh, four times. <laughs> so <What>? yes <laughs> yeah so i mean really put the hemi through the ringer so it was like i got off of work wednesday and i was like okay i want to go at least down there to check in to the registration booth get my certificates get the map because it's a it's like a passport you go to all the cities and when you enter the city they stamp your passport and you turn it in at the end of the week I wanted to get all of that stuff because I knew uh, come Thursday when I got off of work, uh, my family and I were going to leave out um, to go back. So I said, hey, before I put my kids and wife in this car and drive it for two and a half hours, um, I want to make sure it's going to make it. Um, I mean, I've always driven around town with no problems, you know, but never on the interstate doing 70 plus with a four speed, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, so I took it through these little back roads. Um, I was able to make it the entire way on the back roads. Um, no interstate. And it, the trip really took like three hours because it was a lot of stop and go through these little one horse towns and it did really well. So I was like, okay, uh, got there at 459 i pulled into the registration <laughs> tent like they were like packing shit up they were just like putting in boxes like yeah. ready to go home for the night and i'm like no oh, no 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 no. so they tech they they checked me in i got my credentials um and my in-laws were there uh with my father-in-law's truck that i'd been working on he's got a a 49 chevy bubble truck um 
So I went check in with them, see how they were doing. We had dinner together and uh, then I came straight straight back home. So I drove like three hours there, got the tech card, made one pass <laughs> on the strip, met with my in-laws and then drove. I hopped on the interstate and I said, I'm going to let it sing on the interstate. <laughs> uh, got on the interstate, of course, four speed, one to one ratio, right? And it's just like <laughs> RPMs. I have all the RPMs like <laughs> going down the interstate. And I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here. I'm like 16 gallon tank. Mm, I wonder how good this is going to do. Cause even <laughs> though it's modern fuel injection, it's like, I mean, it's like 2,800 RPMs. Like yeah. it's up there, you know, 355 yeah, yeah. gears. Oh, so 20. Still, yeah. Yeah. 26 inch tall tires. I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I kid you not. I got 17 point whatever miles to the gallon coming wow, home. Good. I was like, that's impressive. Oh, that's not bad <laughs> at all. Yeah. You know, and I, I went a little faster through New Orleans on the way home. I made sure that you, know, you don't slow down in New Orleans. You just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so went through, um, you know, came home, got some sleep. And then Thursday night, uh, we had a bunch of orders stacked up. It was a really good week for uh, DIY Hemi. And I just looked at my wife. I said, you know, I got to get these orders in, in the delivery. I got to get them to the post before, um, before we leave. Right. So I said, you just take my truck and the kids go meet up with your family down there. They had a, they rented a, like a Airbnb. You go do that. And uh, I'll come when I'm done with all the work. So, uh, tuned a couple computers and I think a wire and harness assembly test, got it all packaged up, ready to ship out. And um, I said, okay. And I left out of here. I think it was like 10, 11 PM, something like that. So I drove through the night back to Mississippi in the car. <laughs> um, again, like my father-in-law had my trailer. So I was like, well, let's see how it does in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, yeah. And it did flawless. We drove up and down the coast. Uh, it was like 30 miles or whatever of, of coastline all week long up and down back and forth and i'm just watching the odometer just spinning i'm like man this thing is it's a beast you know but i was sad that i didn't get to do the the, the racing part of it because it, i mean it's fun you know get in there yeah, and, and yeah. cut up there's uh the last city we usually go to is pascagoula and it's uh like the very east side of the mississippi coast close to alabama and um the cops there are legit cool. So they're like, Hey, we know we're kind of far away from the main action. Um, when you roll into the checkpoint where you actually have to show your credentials to get in where the classics go, the cops are literally there like telling you like, so, you know, to get in, you have to do a burnout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. Really? And my little boys, like they love it. They're in the back seat, and I kind of yeah. look back over my shoulder and they're like, <laughs> and so nice. i just did a little clutch dump and just kind of you know pulled off and they were the cops were kind of like eh and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh man i, like, I got to drive this thing home okay and they're like yeah, yeah right. sure buddy sure you do yeah, sure. Uh, so that was that was fun i drove it back home that sunday and um just been driving it around but there is a night enduro cross 
tomorrow here at the Louisiana State Trooper uh, Proving Grounds, the Emergency Vehicle Operations Center. It's basically this huge track in North Baton Rouge um, where they train the state troopers in high-speed pursuits. There's a massive skid pad. There's a road course with, like, you know, traffic lights and all kind of stuff. They do pit maneuvers and whatever. Um, so the local region for SCCA sports car club of America, you know, that's the ones that do those track events. Um, they rented it out tomorrow night for a night run, a night race. So, you know, doing the actual driver challenges and whatnot. Um, I was, you know, all amped up about it and they're like, yes, you know, this is going to be fun. Enduracross is like an extra long autocross, right? So it's, you're in there for the, the long haul. And, uh, then I was reminded that we had uh, some friends' Halloween party to go to, and I'm like, oh, I'm oh like, no, I can't get a break. <laughs> it was like, Damn. you know, over three, right? Um, and so I'm just like, okay, you know, I love, I love them. They're they're good friends of ours. So I'm like, all right, well maybe there's next time. <laughs> and uh, my wife sent me a text this morning. She's like, hey, I don't know why, but that uh, that Halloween party got canceled, and I'm like. <laughs> going racing <laughs> so it looks like the uh the clouds are going to part i'm going to actually be able to run it um, so you're going to mount up night. some gro gopros right yeah yeah Good. i have them uh i'm actually looking at my uh video equipment bag on the shelf here so nice it's fun um the cars it's been fun i had um <clears throat> Just playing around town, you know, putting some marks on the pavement and whatnot, and it, it's good. We've been pretty busy, and and travel's been so busy. Sometimes it's good just to hop in it and just, I mean, go get something to eat, you know. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's it's just so. It, I'm excited for what's to come. We got a lot of a lot of good, all of us. We got some good events coming up next year. Um, I definitely want. I want us to document cruising the coast like I've been telling you guys about. To, this year was a 25th anniversary. I know I talk to you guys about it all the time, but I think until you experience it, you don't really fully understand the full breadth of how big this is. Yeah, it's um, it was nine thousand. Quote me, like ninety eight hundred cars this year. I think that's insane registered wow. well, well, not included unregistered and when you think about biloxi because it starts in biloxi right no it actually starts in bay st louis where's that at bay st louis is pretty much at the louisiana mississippi state line like slidell <laughs> louisiana okay. so it almost okay, goes so from the mississippi yeah, it goes from like, it's more Western, right? So it goes from like the Louisiana state line to pretty much the Alabama state line. Right. Yeah. So that's a pretty huge chunk of land. I mean, I've been to Biloxi and hmm. it's a couple hours from Biloxi to New Orleans. So it's, uh, it's one or one and is it change. An hour? Okay. Hour, yeah. hour and a half. So. Mm -hmm. If you think about cruising that and hot rods that entire strip, yeah. that's mm. pretty amazing, especially on the southern border. I know that California does stuff like that all the time, and it's on the west coast. 
mm-hmm. they've got the whole seaboard and all that stuff. But whenever you start lining up everybody from Arkansas and Tennessee and Kentucky and Missouri and, you know, everybody from, yeah. from our area instead of from over there, and, and you start packing them out on that southern border, I can't imagine. Yeah, I that's got to be awesome off the hook i just wonder why no one's really done a good video coverage or a documentary or whatever you would call it of the event it's interesting so you have the the guy dennis gage uh you know the the, the muscle the the handlebar guy he's out there yeah my classic car he's out there every year um, of course, you got like Courtney Hansen and, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, like celebrities that go down there for autographs and whatnot. Um, yep. But I have never even my classic car. I've never seen an episode that really explains what it is and how big, how massive it is. Yeah. You know, you know, this one event brings millions and millions of dollars of economic boost to this region. So it's it's crazy how one car show can have that much of an impact on the local economy. So Yeah, well, and it's funny because you bring that up, and we have a similar situation here in Arkansas. Um, we have Bikes, Blues, and Barbecues in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and uh, it's 40 minutes from my house. And it's not as big as Sturgis, but mm-hmm. everybody talks about Sturgis. And everybody talks about how huge it is and how crazy and, and, you know, they go over the top about, about the uh, big rally there. Bikes, Blues and Barbecue in Fayetteville is enormous. And it brings, like you said, millions of dollars of revenue. It's a huge deal. There's car shows. It's basically five cities. I mean, it's all of Northwest Arkansas. It's a huge, huge deal here. And nobody outside of this area and outside of the motorcycle community knows anything about it. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So, yeah. I was talking to a friend today and we're kind of talking about something down these veins. And I think, I think this is my opinion, but I think when it comes to like the big TV channels, most of those shows are more about the personalities of the, the people on those shows. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I think like, you know, uh, the handlebar guy, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, they're there to film him and what he's got to talk about. And you got, he's maybe capturing five or 10% of the event, you right. know, but they could only cram, they got to cram it into one episode, everything that's going on. And so too much of it gets left out. But I think it's also an opportunity for guys like us. Because on mm-hmm. YouTube, we have all this freedom to do whatever the hell we want, capture whatever we want. And even with us, it's difficult because like uh, like at Duct Tape Drags and even Muscle Cars at the Strip, I think, um, you know, Chris, Chris was like on the live thing like the whole time he was there, right? And you have to – there's like so much shit going on and you as a participant – you're kind of a little bit torn because you're mm-hmm. like, do I like, do I capture all of this? And then you're sort of like dedicated to capturing the event <laughs> and you're sacrificing a little bit of your ability to participate in it, you know, and experience mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Or do you like put the cameras down and just 
watch it, you know, and take it in and enjoy it for be selfish, right? And just mm-hmm. like absorb it mm-hmm. for yourself. And it, so it's hard. It's hard to go, well, I'm going to capture everything that's here, put it on a YouTube channel or whatever, you know, you're still going to miss stuff. You're still going to miss stuff, but you also want to participate. You know, I, I think yeah. it would be awesome if all of us could get together for something like that, because I think it'd be cool. Like kind of like how you guys, when you guys went to Mo party and you guys were in the challenger, you know, Chris and Blake were in the challenger and then, uh, Chris and Matt were in the, in the truck or whatever, filming you go by. It's like, Dude, that is so cool. That is that, cool. That was that was awesome. Awesome. you guys did a you good know? job with that. That yeah. was awesome. And if if we could team up like that and you know have some of us sort of like capturing it while some of us are experiencing it as well, I dude, I think that would be off the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got roasted for the uh, muscle cars at the strip stuff because like you're saying, Johnny, I wanted to experience it like real time. So I'm holding my yeah. phone and I'm like looking over my phone, not realizing that my <laughs> shot isn't exactly perfect. And you're I like, got like this. Dude, they were spit roasting me over an open fire. Dude. It was so bad. I was like, wow. Well, lift the camera, lift the camera. Yeah. <laughs> dude, so yeah. much hate. So it's, that was... it's like trying to ask my grandparents to take a photo of us. <laughs> it's like they got their thumbs over it and they're like, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> right. no i'm just picking on you so, chris no, no it's picking. absolutely that, true <laughs> yeah no it was that bad. was part of the problem that was part of the problem at mo party and and honestly what i what i decided day one actually was when i'm recording for the people that we're recording for i'm gonna get 100 percent of what i get but whenever i turn the camera off i'm gonna be selfish and this is my event right yeah because there was absolutely. a couple times where i just stood there with our little yellow vest on that we had to wear and looked around and went man i'm there i'm right in the middle of this and i can yeah. walk out on that autocross course if i want to and i can walk up next to this drag strip and I can yeah. get whatever shot I want to get, and I can watch this however I want to watch it. That's and cool. yeah. I enjoyed it. That was fun. How yeah. I wanted to enjoy it for a little bit, and then I got the camera out, and then I got the content. Because, yeah. I mean, ultimately, this is our passion, right? And and we're documenting it for people that can't be there, which is awesome, and and it's a and it's a huge privilege for us to be able to do that. But at sure. the same time we've worked hard to get there. Right. And so if we're there, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it for about 10 seconds before I turn, mm-hmm. before I hit the record button for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The best Absolutely. things that I saw was Chris driving by on the, the golf cart. Like, I mean, just, <laughs> I just, we're just sitting there just BS and underneath the tent and I see Chris come by riding shotgun on this golf cart, just like, and he's just getting footage the whole time. I'm like, that that man is having a good time right yeah. there. That that's what it's all about. What you what you didn't see my, is my live stream going in and out and me like looking at it like you son of a bitch. I swear to God, I will throw you out of this golf cart. <laughs> I want to tell you this. Yeah, I know you're upset about the footage thing. I was upset about the helmet thing. <laughs> and in that moment, we were like in our own minds, we're, we're making it out to be much worse than it actually was. We still had a killer time. Oh, we still dude, had yeah. a killer time. Once you guys, so everybody passed out and I had to go catch a plane the next morning. So I left at like two or three in the morning. 
and the whole drive i got lost by the way i didn't go the right way i listened to my gps i'm driving on the blackest country road i've ever seen and i'm driving like i i can see on the gps that the highway is like a few miles over but i'm like i'll just take this little country road it was so dark but the whole time i was just like it it kind of it kind of uh sunk in i was like that was that was awesome i was like i cannot wait to do that again and mm-hmm. it, the whole time i was just like okay next time this is i'm gonna you know i'm gonna mm-hmm. be ready for next time i almost wish i would have just you know i got i got decent stuff I was, i'm still looking through i'm trying to salvage something cool out of it um so i i still i have footage but uh, i gotta i gotta really chop it up and stuff but uh yeah, yeah it was just so much fun and the same thing with muscle cars at the strip i had a lot of fun there um I, I think it's going to be bigger ne- next year is the 20th uh, anniversary. So hopefully, Oh, wow. Johnny, I should, That's I should fly year. out to Johnny and we should take the charger. We should drive the charger Ooh. out, Johnny. I'll pay for <laughs> gas. I'll pay for gas. Oh. Oh. Let's drive that sucker out to Vegas, dude. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm going to have to get an overdrive. I think, <laughs> I think so. And, and the events in March. So get it ready. Bring the All right. I'll meet you there. <laughs> All right. We're going to bring on a friend of the show, Trevor. Trevor's been waiting patiently in the wings. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we talk a lot. We do. <laughs> Trevor, what's it's up, buddy? okay. I love hearing talks about Mopars. <laughs> I am great. You know, I'm I'm listening to Temple of Mother Mopar. <laughs> so, what were you saying about this uh, coronet? Oh, I got a. I'm a proud owner of a B body now, according to Trevor. <laughs> when did you get that? I got it last weekend. Uh, I sold my buddy a Dodge, and then I was one more time, and he's like, "Sure." So I'm on a trailer, and we're going up over the uh, hill on I-5, and I'm like, "Hey, does the tire feel flat?" And he's like, "Oh, it is flat." And then it blew up. So three hours of sitting on the highway waiting for my buddy to come to us in his Hummer. So we <laughs> we get the tire off. He brings his tools. We it was like the best stop on I five because we had a really big shoulder, but the exit at least ten miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. we turn we get a yeah I know. So we get up and turn around, go to Schwab, fifty dollars their tire, go back, put it on, and a four hour trip turned into like a twelve hour trip because we left at like eleven thirty from is. And we get back at 10 at night, and I'm like, God, I don't know if that's my grandpa or God saying, I'm going to make this hard on you. (laughs) So what's the story on the car? Well, the guy I got from a friend, his name's Darren, and uh, he comes from a long line of Mopar guys. His his dad has a a Ford, like a something Ford tube with a five, I want to say like a 532 Hemi in it, all naturally aspirated, making about 1,100 horsepower. Oh, no, it has an 871 blower on it, making 1,100 horsepower, and he took videos, and there's no, nothing sounds like a blown Hemi, nothing. <laughs> and he's like, don't you ever sell my car, you hear me? And I'm like, I don't on it because they're only getting hard to find you know yeah so what are your plans with it and it, it even well he, he, i paid 2300 for it and he gave me a 40 with full forged internals all i need to do is find uh good heads and an intake and i'll throw that in there but i'm working within my 
price range, you know. So sure. I've got a whole car for twenty two hundred, and nice. I'm gonna go through AMD because I don't care about you know, matching anymore. It used to be a three eighteen car. Yeah, sure. Well, look, if you need heads, talk to Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not selling any. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about you know how to turn a car into a set of cylinder heads. That's what I'm saying. That's so, right. you know, that is a very horse true. trading. No horse trading. He can show you the ways. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you when I, uh, I, I'd never seen well really any of your faces before now, and I thought. John Lopard looks like Peter Fonda from the Mary Crazy Larry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I met somebody totally off. different. <laughs> yeah, I, you got to paint a charger green and get it run over by a train. <laughs> Can you imagine what when Freiburger dropped Johnny Mopar's name? Can you imagine what everybody was saying? Like Johnny and Mopar, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, I wonder what I wonder what everybody's like thinking about John. Like it's almost like a uh, it's like a uh, like a mythical name, <laughs> like Johnny <Right>? Mopar. <laughs> like was this Johnny Mopar guy? Got a wait. <laughs> you know, it would be crazy. I don't I don't know how to do this, right? But it would be crazy to go back and look at the Google search history of Johnny Mopar and see if it like peaked when he name dropped them. Oh, <laughs> that would be crazy. I, I bet you could do that. It probably does. Cause I know on like on Instagram, he's, he's mentioned me on Instagram before, right? He put like one of those posts up and he, so when I was talking to him and we were, he was wanting to get parts from coffee and I, right. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes, he goes, well, I'll hook you guys up. Cause I don't know. Mike said something like, Hey, I'll, you could just have these parts, uh, you know, and I don't know, just like recognition or I don't know what he was talking about. And the guy and Freiberger was like, oh, I'll hook you guys up. So I didn't, I don't know mm -hmm. what that meant, you know, it's like, yeah. whatever. And then several, I want to say a couple of weeks went by. So I kind of like forgot about it. And mm -hmm. then I went on Instagram cause I didn't really go on Instagram that much. And I went on Instagram and I was like, Holy shit. What the, like, what the hell is going on, dude? Like there was like subscribe to or you know, uh, friend, I've following, Look at following, these 20, following, followers. Like, yeah, dude. It was just like on and on and on. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like what the hell happened? And then I realized, the Oh, he, he, yeah, he posted this thing. And, uh, so a lot of people went over and was checking me out. So it was pretty cool. That's cool. Awesome. That guy's got like such, such connection i mean as as far as like tons and tons of followers it's insane it's freaking yeah insane. that's yeah I, I was thinking about i was like oh yeah, yeah he name dropped johnny johnny's about to be famous i thought you know it would be cool if like i don't know if you guys have watched the hoopty challenge at all so yeah a little bit i love that yeah, a lot of those guys are like social media guys, right? Or you yes. know, TV shows or whatever. It's like, man, I'm not that I'm anywhere that big, but if he like brought in like a no name, hey, we're gonna throw in this no name Johnny Mopar, you know? You're dude. so right. Was it that guy? Um, and he, huh? he's he's on um, 
It's a Motor Trends show. It's the Automotive Mythbusters. There's this guy. Yeah. His I think his name's Brian. Um, but so he's on that show, and he has been in. I think he was either on the Hoopty Challenge or the Holiday Hoopty Challenge. Holiday. Um, yep. So he, if you really follow him and his lineage of how he got to where he was, it's exactly that, Johnny. So he started out. Um, I want to say one of his one of his first appearances. I saw him on social media, like YouTube, something like that. He had this Honda Odyssey minivan. That's BC. That was, okay. What's that? Is that BC? BC? Is that his name? Yeah, I I knew that guy back in the back in the day. Uh, I I sat in his race car and stuff. He's a like really? a legend in the import racing community. Yeah. Yeah, he's a super. Yeah. He's a genius. He's big, um, the guy is yeah. smart. Oh yeah, you could tell he, this guy a, is like he's ridiculous. a chemical engineer. He's like yeah. super, super yeah. intelligent. Yeah. So yeah, wow. so he started out like you know, really just building some stuff for him, right? Made a name for himself. Kind of did the YouTube thing, and you know, said, "Hey, well, I'm gonna have my own shop instead of doing the corporate grind," right? And yeah. so after that, he went on to do a couple shows, and one of them was the Netflix uh, series fastest car right mm-hmm. so did, I you, like see him on, did yeah. you see him on yeah. there so yeah he was out there like trying to snipe down like lamborghinis and stuff with this yeah. minivan wow. with a freaking soccer ball rack on the top or whatever you know? <laughs> like, i mean it's it's impressive in its own right but he literally just kept going and he kept pushing yeah. and now he's on motor train like yeah he, yep. average guy just like us I have a yeah. signed picture of him back when he had a little 10 second Honda CRX. I, uh, I met him at the racetrack locally and, uh, was checking out his car and stuff. And <clears throat> I got a, a signed picture. I actually saw it a few months ago when I was cleaning out my garage, I had a box full of stuff from my parents' house and I was like, Oh shit, look at that. And then, uh, funny, funny enough on the Mythbusters show. Have you guys been watching the show? I have haven't. Seen it? I've watched every I've episode. Seen clips. My son loved it. So you've seen the ch- chop top van stuff. Yeah, the dude, the chop top van is awesome. I want one so bad. Check this out. Check this out. So, the girl that you see, Rose, she mm-hmm. actually runs customvanner.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to my um, social media, but I actually just got a fender flare kit for my van. Okay. Yes, I did yeah. see that. I end, I traded that. I traded that for the two Pentastar porthole windows I have. Now, why would I do that? Why would I get rid of those awesome Pentastars? Because Rose from Custom Vanner is fabricating me a brand new set of Pentastars. They're going to no. be, they cost me a load of money, but they are in, I got serial numbers five and six of this uh, brand new um, run of porthole windows that she's making. She's, she's a hell wow. of a fabricator. I don't know how much you guys know about like old, old, like, old school customs but gene winfield does that name yeah. ring a bell yeah yeah she, yeah, she worked, yes exactly yeah she yeah. is talented as fuck <laughs> like really yeah she's got skills and uh <laughs> yeah. i was actually excited to see her on the show um that's crazy yeah. it's yeah. awesome yeah i gotta tell my best van story is one i told on episode 98 when my dad ran me over with the dodge caravan <laughs> that's right <laughs> That's my best man story. Oh God! Is that is that what's wrong so, with you, Trevor? My, uh, his... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Who has it on me? You know. I I would wear that as a badge of honor. <laughs> oh, I do. I love telling people that. Like, yeah,
Oh, sorry. Don't don't worry. He felt bad about it. Have I ever told the story about when I was a young kid and my grandma ran over this lady in a crosswalk in our 85 Chrysler LeBaron? What? <laughs> oh, oh, man. It was so bad. So I, okay, so I was... Trevor, I'm going to mute you. You've got a lot of static, but I'll unmute you here in a minute. So my, my grandma and I are driving. I must have been, we'll say seven. I was like seven or eight. I was super young. And I was obsessed for some stupid reason. I had to have, I, I, there was this toy store by my old house and they had like um, a bunch of like gemstones and stuff and they had fool's gold. So mm -hmm. me being a little scandalous punk, I was like, oh, I need to get that fool's gold so I can sell it to the kids at school. Tell them it's real gold, right? This is seven, <laughs> seven or eight year old mentality. Shiesty. So I, I yo, shiesty, dude, shiesty. So... <laughs> Um, we're at this stoplight and it was a left-hand turn to head to our house. And the toy store was across the street on the left-hand side of the road. And I asked my grandma, I was like, oh, can we go to the toy store so I can see if they have fool's gold? And I think that we're past the statute of limitations right now. So she, <laughs> she takes the left-hand turn, right? Not realizing because she's distracted by me that there's people crossing, it's yield to the pedestrians. Yeah. And there's people crossing. Well, this lady was actually jaywalking. So she was about seven feet past the crosswalk. <laughs> My grandma in this 85 Chrysler Baron pointed nose and everything to boom hits this lady. Right. And I'm <laughs> seven years old in the front seat, like, Oh, <gasps> Oh no. And uh my my grandma, my little grandma, oh so sweet. She's like, oh, and I was like, oh no. And I'm like a kid, right? And this lady is laying in the street, and I can hear her with the window up going, ah, ah, and, and this crowd of people surround the whole scene. And uh my my grandma's like in shock that she just hit this lady. Um so yeah, my grandma ran a lady over in a '85 Chrysler with Baron. Uh, she got sued. It was it was a nightmare, and it was all my fault. I I feel bad to this day. I, oh, that was all my fault. I I know that lady got paid though, and I know she wasn't that hurt. I saw the whole thing. I was in the car. Yeah. Um, she she was a great actress yeah, though. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. My my uh, uh, when I got run over, uh. So within five days, and they were, it was ridiculous. I even lived at all, much completely recovered. And <laughs> insurance is giving me a bunch of money when I turned 25. And I'm like, Dad, thanks for running me over. Come again, <laughs> I'm like, Dad, thanks for running me over. They're giving me like 60 grand. I could use that money. Thanks. You run me over again. Like, Stop it, Trevor. I'm glad something came out of it but don't remind me you know <laughs> that but lady got I'm paid. Still that lady got paid. about it you know oh yeah yeah i never did get that <laughs> uh, Chrysler... <laughs> <laughs> my road trip story was when i uh bought my ram charger uh it was up in washington and uh to my knowledge washington so i i pick up my ram charger i'm friends with the owner now so 35 gallons of gas back in 2016 was kind of a lot and so i'm driving and i freak out the right one and mind you i have no place and <laughs> not bad dodge steering gets i'm pretty sure this thing was never replaced and i'm driving it you know it's like <laughs> and uh some 
was waving at me from her car, like, hi, and I'm like, I'm not waving at you. I'm taking my hands off the wheel. I'll kill us all. And, and every time uh, it was a hard left. <laughs> and I don't know how I kept in the road, but I passed three cops with their lights on, and I'm like, oh, I'm screwed now. But I made it home without a single show. I'm like, how? How does this happen? It did, but I'm like, good Lord, I'm lucky as hell right now. That is called white privilege, my friend. If it had been me, I would have been pulled over. <laughs> 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 uh, they would have said who the hell oh get him get him <laughs> i know i know this because many years ago many years ago uh i wrecked one of my cars and i had to drive around in this pile of crap 1981 honda accord okay and i had a bunch of my buddies we were all piled in it just doing stupid kid stuff i was really i was still a teenager and uh a cop started following me and I was completely sober, nothing in the car, like nothing incriminating. This cop follows me, pulls me over and then gives me a field sobriety test. Cause he says I was swerving and I looked him dead in the eye and I said, sir, I'd like to see you keep this piece of shit straight. <laughs> like this thing is a pile of shit. And he got me out of the car. He was like degrading me too. He's like, open your mouth and shining the light in my mouth. Like I swallowed drugs or something. I was like, man, get out of here, dude. I, I looked, it got to the point where it was so ridiculous. I looked him in the face. I said, sir, sir, we got to stop this right now. I'm telling you six drunk drivers probably passed us on the side of the road and you're giving me a field sobriety test and I'm dead sober right now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you're wasting both of our time. I promise you. And then yeah. he let, he let me go. <laughs> and I, I was, I, I, I've never been harassed like that before. I just could not believe it. I was, it was mind boggling to me. But Well, I'm wholly shocked. I didn't get pulled over because my Ram charger is bright yellow. Like you can see the <laughs> Nobody stopped me. And I actually hate yellow, but I'm like, man, yellow is a color that makes a statement. Because when you see a yellow car on the road, you don't, you get out of his way. <laughs> People were doing exactly that when I was thing. They got out of my way. It was perfect. They might have, but they might have looked at you and they might have said, we would have to write so many tickets for that thing. Do you really want to, you really want to sit here and do all that paperwork? I don't. Right. <laughs> well, they, they, they probably saw me turning that wheel like, oh, please, please, just stay straight. You know, I've been over the bridge to uh, Oregon. Um, you ever been on the bridge going over to like, Oregon? Uh, Astoria? Like Astoria area? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, uh, no. no I, go by I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like going uh, uh, like into Portland, right? Yeah, I was, I was okay. really lucky about yeah, I really bought this thing in Vancouver, but going across the bridge, I'm like, God, if this thing takes a wrong turn, I'm going right into the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you could have, you probably could have ran I, over some I, people uh, in Portland. Nobody would have missed them, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's Portland. Sounds nobody, like a Mustang. Nobody likes that town. <laughs> uh, yeah, that town is. Uh... The the. the, the... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh no, that I hate Portland. I hate Portland as much as I hate Seattle. <laughs> so when yeah. you're coming down yeah, to the I'm south, it's uh, 
Let's just pull up some some real estate listings here, Chris. When you moving Dude, down south? I I really want to. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I would do it. I would do it yesterday if I could. Um, oh man, it's a it's a matter of time. I got to get the wife one hundred percent on board. I got you. Um, Look, but uh, hey, it's gonna. It, got it. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. My let man. Me, let me tell you something. Well, twenty three hundred square feet, three acres, ninety seven thousand dollars. Wow. Whoa. Holy shit. See, that's that, that's insane. That's a... Now, that's in Arkansas, correct? Well, I'm not frozen. That's just, you know. That's in Arkansas? Uh, yeah, yeah, Northwest Arkansas. That, that's Northwest what I Arkansas. paid. That's, that's where I'm at. I mean, it's we're talking about 11 years ago, but still... There's okay, eleven of, years ago is a long time. <laughs> well, but listen, in my zip code, in my area, there's still plenty here for for it that neighborhood. You can get a couple acres. You can get a decent house. You know, you're forty minutes from like the big college town in the state. You're twenty minutes from Bentonville, which is Walmart home office. You want to have a corporate job? You can you can work there. There's JB Hunt. There's Tyson. There's tons of stuff. I'm telling you, this is the place to be. And, now and you the, said it doesn't snow. Does it not snow, or does it snow? It it snows, but not like not crazy. Only I mean, it only snows like 58 mm. times a year. Five or six. Five or six. Okay. Five or six. To Johnny, listen to Johnny. It's 58 times, right? To yeah, you, exactly. It's like it's like half of a time, maybe, right? So we're good. We are. It's gonna be not. We're once every five, every five to six years, maybe. See, yeah, but Louisiana maybe. sucks. You don't want to go down there. I mean, they've got they've got LSU. <laughs> Look, let me tell you. That's I'll terrible. tell you right now. If you if you the purple don't really and gold care for good food, food, go to Arkansas. It's okay. <laughs> you know, if you if you want to eat well and enjoy some some good warm weather, come on down to Louisiana, Listen, Texas. Who made who made the best eggs while we were in Kentucky? Hey, well, I got Matt knocked off, it out. Guys. Hey, it was good Homeboy lives with like you. 20 minutes from Trevor. Here, so... Take it easy, buddy. You're welcome anytime. No, Matt. Hey, Matt buddy. Took his... Again soon. It was nice to talk to y'all. Uh, you Absolutely, too, buddy. brother. Later, we'll see you later, later, man. See you, Trevor. Matt could cook his butt off. That is true. Those are some good steaks, man. Hey, yeah. Matt can cook. I can cook. Okay. I learned. I learned. I, I know how to cook. So, you okay. know. Y'all just come up here, okay? <laughs> It'll all work you know what? out. Everything will be good. I uh, it's it's. I'm heading south. I just don't know exactly. My wife is cool with Texas, Louisiana. I probably could have convinced her, with the exception of the hurricane thing. She is not right. It's not no it's hurricanes not. in Arkansas, and I noticed that it's really not what they red. make it out to be. Razorbacks are kind of red. <laughs> There's a whole color thing going on here. It's gonna work out great. See, but Arkansas is the only place when I was driving trucks over the road where I experienced any type of racism, and it scared me. Well, <laughs> that was the only time. Hold on. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're good. We're good. It was the only time I felt threatened, and it was by an old guy in a rocking chair with a 12-gauge shotgun. He scared the oh. shit out of me. Yeah. I didn't Jeez. tell you guys that story? 
No. Oh God. Yeah, you okay. Did. And I have did all I? of those things. It's you're good. You're good. We're not gonna okay. have those problems. <laughs> to make a long story short, Blake, since you didn't hear the story, when I was driving trucks over the road, you only have a certain amount of hours that you can drive legally, and yeah. I was running out of hours. And I'm driving down the highway, and Chris can probably attest to this. I've never seen anything like we don't have this kind of shit in Washington. I'm seeing billboards on the side of the road that say like Jesus saves, and then the next billboard says like Triple X truckers welcome next right and the company no, i worked for missouri was... that's not here that's missouri oh this, this was arkansas dude <laughs> <laughs> this is arkansas i was thinking to myself wow these people are really conflicted <laughs> i don't know what's happening here but uh my company was super strict about where you park the truck to sleep overnight yeah so yeah. i have i am literally minutes away from running out of hours before i get a violation so i take i take the exit past the triple x one and I get out and it's this farm country road. And I'm like, where the hell? There's like no shoulder. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to park this truck? I have minutes left. And I see this little tiny business. I thought it was a convenience store. So I pull into this parking lot and it's a gravel lot, little small rinky dink building. I'm like, this is going to have to do. I'm going to have to park it here. No signage or anything. I wake up in the morning. I have to pee like a racehorse. So I'm like, I'm going to do the right thing and try it. Cause I'm not like some scumbag trucker who just pisses all over, you know, right outside the truck. I at least be decent and try to find a bathroom. So I go inside this place. Cause it's like nine in the morning. I go inside this place and it turns out it's a liquor store, which is a, you can't park a uh, commercial vehicle in a liquor store parking lot. That's another no, no. I didn't know it was a liquor store parking lot. So thankfully, uh, Thankfully, there was no signage and he didn't call the police or something. But I go in there and there's this old man. I This is going to sound like I'm making it up. I walk in there and there's this partition. And behind the partition is all the alcohol. And there's this old man sitting in a wooden rocking chair. And he's got a gun. And he's got a little TV on a little stool with the fucking the wire antennas. that <laughs> You can see that he has what? tuned. Black and white TV. It's all fuzzy and shit. I'm like, wow. Right. So I walk in and I'm like, sir, do you have a bathroom? And he just looks at me and oh, he's smoking a pipe too. This is no bullshit. And he looks at me and just shakes his head. And I'm like, you have a nice day, sir. And like I said, I had to pee like a racehorse. And what I didn't realize in the middle of the night was that it was pretty much this little podunk store and everything else was like, it was wide open. So I'm like, I can't just pee like, and I had no bottles in the truck. So I was like, I, the guy said, no, I'm going to sneak on the side of his building and take a piss, right? So I'm doing my business on the side of his business. Oh, and all shit. of a sudden I hear, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I pissed all over myself. He came outside, scared the hell out of me and said, get the hell out of here. You're not even allowed to park here. And I was like, all right, sir. See you. Have a nice day. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I left. But um, he had a very, very uh, racist vibe. <laughs> I, I i wasn't i wasn't very comfortable with that situation at all wow. um, i learned a valuable lesson and that's you know find a walmart or just park on an off-ramp or an on-ramp um because i could have gotten in a lot of trouble for parking in a liquor store parking lot even though it wasn't a 24-hour liquor store or anything but it was the it was the most podunk i wish i had uh i didn't i don't think i had a camera phone at the time because i probably would have taken a picture of it but uh it was it was like something out of a movie <laughs> like yeah. some like it's a Texas, horror movie yeah some texas chainsaw massacre shit like leatherface coming out of the Jeez. back or something i don't know it was ridiculous yeah. but um yeah yeah that was arkansas for me 
<laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing is that's not like my area of Arkansas, Matt's area of Arkansas, Fro's area of Arkansas. We're in the northwest area. We're pretty okay. isolated from a whole lot of that. You might notice that I'm a nice shade brown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have issues. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you probably are you in the like Native Nobody American part or what? <laughs> yes. Well, was... <laughs> so that's the funny thing that you. It's funny that you say that because my tribe is actually from up by you. You're you're you may be familiar. Bremerton is just across the bay from Seattle. Yeah. My tribe is from over that area. Um, okay. Yeah, Port Gamble, right? So oh, okay. my, my right. tribe is actually Port Gamble, Squalum. So my, my whole tribal area is from up there. If I went to Oklahoma and showed up at any one of the small reservations, <laughs> we may have issues. We come to Arkansas, <laughs> the northwest corner at least, no problems whatsoever. Oklahoma is actually... I don't want to say more racist. The Oklahoma is a lot more tribal than 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 Arkansas is, especially this area. Once you go to southern Arkansas, central Arkansas, eastern Arkansas, even things are a little different. But this area is fantastic for everyone, for everything. You can there's there's nothing you can't do here, and. Like you said, you know, Walmart's here, JB Hunt's here, Tyson's You're here. really selling Arkansas right now, Chris. You're really selling, selling it. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I grew up He's in like, Missouri. It's like, hey, brownies, I grew up in Missouri and Missouri sucks real okay. bad. And I lived in for the record, Oklahoma. For the record, I love white people. Real bad. Okay. I love white people. This is all pretty good right here. Okay. Yeah, I love white hey, people. I'm half white and clear. half Mexican, so before anybody gets pissed off. I have the most so German Johnny, last name there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Albrecht. It, in defense of Arkansas, that was the only stop I made, so I really can't judge it based we on got Albrecht. <laughs> we got Albrecht and Anderman on the, on the show here, so we're good. <laughs> Um, I will say that Texas definitely had a lot of Southern hospitality. I didn't make it into Louisiana. Tennessee was pretty, Tennessee was pretty cool. Texas has really good schools. So for your daughter, Mm. their schools are phenomenal. I mean, I remember when I lived down there, this public school, right? Independent school districts, real big in Texas. Um, I remember driving, uh, on this, you know, down there, you'll, you'll see a lot of FM roads farm to market, like, (laughs) Probably back in the 1800s, it was a, a old trail or something, right? Um, you see a lot of FM roads. And I was driving down, I think it was like Farm to Market 2004 or something. And I'm just driving, you know, just nothing as far as I can see in this rural part of Texas. And all of a sudden, I come across this, uh, come upon this school. And I'm like, holy geez, like, now it's got like Olympic track and field, huge stadium. <laughs> a stadium for football like i mean rival most colleges you know not yeah. you know not like a high school that I, i'm used to you know massive buildings like this is a, a full-out school campus and i'm like holy what what university or you know junior <laughs> you know what, what junior college is this no nah, that's a typical high school in texas wow. <laughs> like right oh the the schools are phenomenal like the education you get is it's really awesome in texas 
The problem with Texas that I've seen so far when I just browse real estate is all the stuff that I, I like is like way outside of any major city. So mm -hmm. as far I, I would have to, if I did make the move, I would have to make sure that the podcast could fund a lot of my expenses because mm -hmm. I, the amount of money that I make where I live because it costs so much to live up here. Mm -hmm. um is significant and i was mm -hmm. looking at some of the wages down there and I, it hit me pretty hard i was like okay that's why it's so cheap but the only saving grace i have is that i do have enough equity in my house where i probably could buy a, ca a house cash and not have a house payment that's awesome so, right. but i i need the podcast to just get so, to that a next level more. Uh, yeah. so there's something i wanted to talk about which we were kind of like we were about to segue into that, and then we went into the whole running grandma over. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Grandma whoa, running whoa. some lady over. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right, guys. This upcoming week, I will be bringing you coverage from the SEMA show in Las Vegas. So if you can't make it down to Sin City, do not worry. I'll be there to make sure that you don't miss out. So stay tuned for content from SEMA. You will find it all on the Talking Mopars Facebook page. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this podcast, please visit TalkingMopars.com. And don't forget that you can send me your Mopar stories, questions, comments, concerns, complaints, suggestions, and everything else on your Mopar addicted mind to chris at talkingmopars.com or leave me a voice message on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR to hear yourself on the show. Also, if you'd like to help support Talking Mopars, you can do so by picking up some merch in the Talking Mopars merch shop. You can order cool things like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, and more. I even have a Talking Mopars net gator so you don't have to look like a big old dork in that blue medical mask anymore. You can find the shop on talkingmopars.com. You can also help support the show by becoming a Facebook supporter on the Talking Mopars Facebook page. And every month, you will be entered into a fun monthly giveaway. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars Live. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.